Hey, 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 everybody. Thank you for tuning in. This is the Talk Cash or Don't Speak podcast. I'm your host, John Odebo, also known as Johnny Debs. Hope you're ready for today's episode. Let's get it. People, you are tuned into a rant-style personal finance podcast. If you're looking for someone to get in your face about personal finance and investing topics, I'm definitely your guy. The motto on this show is talk cash or don't speak. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome. Thanks for joining. If it's the morning, good morning. If it's the afternoon, good afternoon. And get that second cup of coffee in for the day or, you know, third or fourth, whatever, whatever you're into. And if it is the afternoon or the evening... Thanks for tuning into the evening. I'm gonna I'm gonna rock you to sleep here and uh, help you relax for the evening. Or maybe I'll just get you riled up. Who knows? Hopefully we get you riled up and and you want to run through a brick wall and go make some fucking money. That's the goal here. But thanks for tuning in. Another episode of the Talk Casher Don't Speak podcast. This is the second episode of 2022, right? So um, you know we're still gonna say Happy New Year. I don't know how long. <laughs> I don't know how long people like allow that to be said, but I'm okay with it still being said right now. And um, I, I wish you a happy new year. Have you thought about your goals for the year? Um, it's not too late, right? Like, I think goals are important. Uh, I like to set goals, you know, monthly. For work, I just have to set them weekly. Um, you know, quarterly, readjust them. But for a lot of people, they need the like kick in the ass that is the new year, the change of environment. Um, that actually allows them to kind of realize like, okay, well, let me reevaluate, let me change. So last episode, I gave some ideas on like what I do to reevaluate or evaluate my year. Um, You know, some questions related to money, but like, just think about like what you want out of this year, right? Like, what do you want to change? And then think about like, do you have the support system, the infrastructure to get there? Um, Whether that's people, whether that's like things that you need, right? Like whether that's, you know, you have a project, but you need to go and buy some technology or buy some tools, buy some new clothes for like to get the job that you want or something. But like, just think about like what you need there and and use this like first month to go do that, get whatever you need and then charge, charge hard. Uh, just go, just go after it. All right. That's, uh, that's your motivational beginning here. Um, This episode, we are going to be talking a lot about technology, um, the different tech companies out there, coding, different types of software jobs. I have a guest on here that's a software developer. His name is Hiram. He he also built a course out to teach people how to get into coding. So he's used his main job, his main skills to create a side hustle. And then he's also teaching other people how to do it to then, you know, either get a better, higher paying job. Or to create a side hustle. But, you know, that's the number one problem that we I see for people when they're like, I can't afford this. I can't afford that. So go make more money, right? Um, we talk about a couple of different ways that you can use tech, technology, uh, you know, these types of technical skills to be able to do that. I'm all about the soft skills myself, but, I, you know, you have to have some technical skills set up these days. You, you can't do that. Uh, or you can't not have them these days. It's 2022. You can't rely on your, you can't be that boomer, 
person that relies on their, their kid to go and fix the computer for them when really all the kid is doing is restarting. Um, you can't rely on you know the husband or the wife, whoever the technical person in the house is, to, to go and fix things. And I, I mean, I, I try to like teach my parents as I'm doing stuff um, for them, like whether, like I used to set up their iPhones and things like that, but now I just try to walk them through it. The problem is like, if you're here listening to me, you know, I'm an incredibly fast talker. Um, my brain is a little scattered and, and it moves very quickly, almost like how I talk, right? Like I'm bouncing from one thing to another. So slowing it down enough where I can actually show and teach them is, is one thing that I struggle with, but at the same time, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do my duty there. Um, so the world doesn't leave them behind. Hiram is doing that same thing for you guys here in, in his courses on his Instagram page uh, to, to teach you. And he has a YouTube page as well. I recommend you guys go check that out. He's going to provide the information to do that. But before we get into why tech is all great and almighty and all powerful, um, let's talk a little bit about maybe like the, the opposite side. I'm being censored or like attempted to be being censored. Okay. There was, there was this post on Instagram the other day. Um, <laughs> that was like, your it was about your thirties, right? It was a meme. It's like your thirties are just looking at deals online, shop for shopping, and crying about your job. And I saw this, and I was like, I was triggered. Uh, I went to comment. I was like, if your thirties are like this, then you're probably a fucking loser. Um, and I actually didn't even write the fucking part. I was just like, if your thirties are like this, then you're probably a loser. And I'm not thirty yet. I'm twenty eight. I turned twenty nine this year. Scary times, scary thoughts, but like, uh, uh, is that all we have to look forward to in our 30s? Shopping for online discounts and crying about our job? First of all, I won't be crying about my job. Second of all, I don't think people should be just, like the highlight of their day should be the dopamine rush that online shopping brings, where they buy things that they probably don't need with money that they probably don't have. Um, yeah, so I, I, I went to comment that. And then Instagram like warned me about my comment. They were like, I might be breaking community guidelines. Uh, what? Breaking community guidelines for saying, like, this is not the way you should live your 30s? Like, I, you can't rub everyone the right way these days, but this world we're getting into is fucking pathetic. Like, if you rub everyone the right the right way, that's like that's like uh, sexual harassment, right? Like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm kind of kidding there, but, like, you can't have everyone agreeing with you. So, like, I just think this world where we live in where, like, we have Twitter banning politicians and like Instagram and Facebook controlling algorithms of what information gets shared and what doesn't. It's a very scary time. It's, and I just, you need to vet the information that's out there. But I, I'm a big fan. I don't want to get banned from Instagram because I use it to promote this podcast and to try to gain new listeners and share some information. It's probably my favorite platform there. I'm not really on Twitter because if I tweet all of my thoughts out there, then, then I will get banned and censored and, and arrested. <laughs> They'll come, the real police will come for me. The FBI will be like, this is him. Let's get him. Um, but I, I think, I just think, uh, I think it's kind of weird and we need to start questioning like what, what's going on and how much power are we going to allow Mark Zuckerberg to have in our lives, right? But um, I guess enough of that. You can support me and you can stop me from getting banned and, and censored and attacked by the, the, the Gestapo of social media by liking my posts and sharing with people, that that all really helps. Like the shares help more. Commenting on the posts helps a lot too to get more uh, reach there. So if you didn't know that, you do now. If you're listening to the show and you like it, I, I, I beg of you, please please go give me a, a like, a, shot, a share, a follow. Share with someone that you think could get better at money, right? Like you know someone. 
you know someone. I know you know someone. I know you know. All right. Um, enough of my uh, of my begging and bantering there. Let's get to the episode. We have our guest today, Hiram, who's gonna gonna talk a little bit about why you should embrace technology, how you can use it to make side hustles, how you can use it to make more money, and why it's not as complicated to get into like the tech field or the tech world that uh, you know everybody seems to think it is. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the episode. All right, all right, all right. I'm happy to have my guest, Mr. Hiram, aka Bogwa, aka Mr. Kenya himself, aka the <laughs> tech developer of Africa, aka Akon's right hand man. <laughs> we're ready for that Akon. Yes, sir. Hey, I love that introduction. Akon, <laughs> and you need to get together, right, and create that crypto universe in uh, the crypto Africa. world. Hey, I'm down. Someone tell Akon to hit me up. <laughs> Hiram, thanks for jumping on the show, man. For sure. How are how are things going right now for you? Everything's going good. Life's good. You know, I uh, just moved to Chicago. I've been here for six months. You were just here uh, not too long ago. Absolutely. So, Lovely you know, hospitality. Adjusting, loving it. Can't complain. Nice. And you're about to go into the cold season. Yes. Well, that's another story. Just stay inside. You'll be okay. You got a lot of books behind you. Well, you know, I, I, I work on te- in tech, so, you know, work from home. No need to leave the house. No need to take the, uh, the joggers off. The, the next six months you won't see me outside <laughs> that's fair that's fair hold up yeah. work hard yes sir so for everybody listening Hiram and I went to school together University of Missouri and M-I-Z. Uh, M-I-Z-Z-O-U, baby everybody that's listening from Mizzou knows and if you don't know Mizzou then shame on you and I didn't even mean for all that to rhyme <laughs> <laughs> I was a rapper in another life I have no rhythm no rhyme of being ability right now, but in a past life, I was a rapper. I was a real gangster rapper. Trust me, I was there to witness it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so I think today is going to be a very tech-heavy episode. Obviously, Hiram, software developer, works in tech and has a side hustle of his own that's really trying to take off and, and teach people how to get into tech themselves, which I absolutely love. I work in tech myself also little more on the, the soft skills side in sales. I don't know how to really develop too much. But something I was thinking of the other day, Hiram, and I'm, I'm curious if you, just to kind of even, before we get into how you got into tech, did you ever take any yeah. classes in high school or anything? Because I had a web development class that I thought back to, and I'm like, I think I was coding in like HTML in high school. And I just yeah. So I, I I took one too. I took like a HTML course. I knew I was, in, I was interested in tech, but I didn't uh-huh. know like where to start. Yeah. I took like a HTML course and one where we broke the computer apart, kind of like computer hardware. Okay. So, but That's I, a I cool did not one. know like which direction to take in terms of like going to college and where, you know, what, what to pursue. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the nice thing about like just saying tech. Yeah. Right. Like it can mean a bunch of things like hardware stuff uh, or whether you're actually coding. Some people yeah. don't even code. Right. Like system yeah. administration. Yeah. And then and then you can get into like security and like being a CISO or something like that. And cybersecurity, that's kind of more my space right now. But yeah, there's so many different places you can go. And I think tech consumes our life, whether whether yeah. people want to be good at tech or not, you can't be bad at it. Yep. Like everybody has an iPhone these days. Uh, it's just whether you you know, you're the person that goes to everybody else asking for how to set up your iPhone or whether you just get it out of the box and you start playing and you know what to do. Yeah. You can't, you can't live without tech in today's world. Yeah. You need to 
know and be well knowledgeable on like tech skills get your tech skills up even if it's not coding you still need to be well you know acquainted with tech absolutely and i so that's why i love code rush because like instead of just being a consumer i try to say this in like almost everything in life right like you can buy a car or you can rent out or sell cars you can you can buy stuff clothes or you can maybe flip clothing at garage sales but there's the consumer mindset that america teaches you from day one use yeah. spend 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 and then there's the creator yeah. mindset where it's like i can actually make this shit it's not that hard yeah. right yeah. and uh and so that's why i love what you're kind of teaching people to do um i guess maybe we could dive back go backwards and think about how you even got into tech in the first place so for me i'll go back to when i was a kid when i first came to the states so i came to the states from kenya uh in 2004 so i think after a couple of years you know, I started messing with the computer and I knew like, I just fell in love with it. So I would spend like hours and hours of just nice. playing around with the computer, breaking it apart, fixing it together. So I kind of slowly became known as like the computer guy within the family where, you know, okay. my cousin, something breaks. Hey, can you come fix it for me? That's kind of <laughs> like how it started, started nice. for me. Okay. And then. Which only I helped you get more experience probably. Yeah. I, I gained more experience, but you know, I wish back then I, someone, there was someone to kind of guide me in terms of like, Hey, you can start actually learning how to code when I was, you know, that young, but it's fine. I didn't. Yeah. Eventually I came to, you know, learn how to code, but back then it used to be just messing around with software, LimeWire, you know, <laughs> stuff okay. illegally. Yeah. That's <laughs> uh, just kind of like anything that was software or hardware really computer related, I'll spend my time on it. Uh, okay. And that's how like my passion slowly began developing. And nice. then, you know, once we get through high school, get to college, I'm, I knew I wanted to pursue computers, but I did not know like where I didn't okay. know it was, it was like cybersecurity. So I just randomly, you know, just researched a bit and I was like, okay, I'll go in the software route. So I, okay. I was like, okay, I want to be a software engineer. And I saw that computer science would be the best route of getting to that. So I kind of went down that path. And was that like right away in college for you? Cause like, obviously before college, you were playing with computers, you knew you wanted to do it, but when you got to college right away, you're like, I declare my major, I'm doing computer yeah. science and I want to be a developer. Yeah. So, right. Nice. Like from, from the get go, I knew what I wanted to pursue. Mm -hmm. So I actually didn't get into Mizzou uh, right away from college into, uh, from high school going into college. So really? I did, yeah, I did two years. Well, actually I didn't, I don't think I applied. I didn't do too well on my uh, ACT at the uh -huh. time. Uh, and for me, I'm, I think I have more of a creative mind. I just want to do stuff. I don't yeah. really want to sit there and like, you know, kind of like memorize stuff. Yeah, it's regurgitation, right? Like, so it's kind of, that's not really what drives me. So uh, I ended up doing two years in a community college, which was good because it was free, you know, paid for. Free, so not even cheaper, like just free. Yeah, so I was like, so I think for me, it worked out pretty good. So I didn't have to worry about that. So I just went there. I already knew what I wanted to pursue. I actually went to... Um, AMSO, one of the local universities, yeah. uh, got their computer science. That's where I was initially going to go to. Oh, that's what I was looking at. So yeah. I got their full syllabus and I knew, okay, these are the courses that I need to hit. That way, by the time I get to Mizzou, I'm like already set. Oh, by the right. time you've I done your electives. You know, so, yeah, I've cleared like those. That so too. I cleared those. And then after that, I just declared my major at Mizzou uh, for computer science and the rest was history. <laughs> 
Awesome. Well, I'm selfishly happy that you ended up going to Mizzou and not staying at UMSL. And I, I think I think you're you're probably happy too. You got you get you yeah. got the first two years done at a cheaper rate, but then at the same time you got some fun at Mizzou. I got I got to experience you know get the college experience. Yeah, I I think I think well just low key thinking about like how school could be done better. I think that's the way to do it these days because it's getting yeah. so fucking expensive these days just yep. to do like psychology 1000 biology 1000 classes that people probably aren't taking seriously that first semester anyway yeah you're, you're going yeah. out partying every night you're meeting friends or something even if you're not partying there's so many distractions in college that aren't yeah even just drinking um, yeah yeah like, and i think the first two years like sometimes you find people are not really decided on what they want to pursue yeah so you're kind of like just basically just kind of like wasting time um mm-hmm. but you know everyone has their own path <laughs> yeah yeah i think i think if you have the money it's like fine go but like if we think about like how many people have student debt these days you're saving yourself a lot by by yeah. by doing the community college route or doing some ap classes in, in high school and whatnot um yeah. so you mentioned and i really like this because you mentioned like i wish i had a mentor right in the mm-hmm. black community no one fucking talks about technology no one i mean it maybe but like i think people really just think it is like pulling apart computers fixing yeah them goes out it's like yeah having a mentor having and this is one leg up that like i think people in like uh asian and then also like the white community have it's like they can find a grandpa or uh a family friend that codes and And you don't know like how money to be made yeah it makes it makes a huge difference because now if you think about it like for me i did not know to start coding until like i'm you know finishing high school yeah, but if I started like when I was like 11 years old, and that's when I'm right. like super passionate about yeah. this tech, I would have spent like countless, countless of hours. That would, that's like that would have given me years. You would have had you your know. own shit built by the time you're getting to. But you know, it's okay. Like I'm not gonna complain about that. Yeah. Um, and I think for me, it drives me even more now to build my platform, Code Rush, to where now I want like more people from the same backgrounds as me to have access to that access to that knowledge. And now and one thing I always tell people, uh, so I'll, I'll get more into, I guess, the what I've been doing lately, but yeah. I've had a few people in my program. And one thing that I always tell them is like, hey, I'm here. Just like reach out to me, like any yeah. questions you, you have to like, help. I'm, I want to help, but you have to like, you know, take that initiative to like ask for it. Um, yeah. But yeah. Dude, I, I love that. I think the same thing said about could be said about like money and personal finance yeah. in general. Like yeah. if kids were taught how to fucking buy stocks the way they're taught to buy Jordans in yep. African-American communities, we'd be a whole lot better. Like you see, yeah. I don't know if you see them, but like these wealth charts of like different uh, demographics and it's depressing, man. Yeah. Um, between Latinos and then blacks too. It's just like, it's like 20 or $30,000 lower than their counterparts. And it's sad. And I'm like, but I, but like, I don't see myself as that lower end. Like I, I know I'm on the higher end. So like, I know. Yeah. Ooh. And, and, and I'm sure you're there too, where you're just like, if someone just told us when we were younger, yeah. um, no well, one told me how I could work on wall street or something like yeah. that. I love money, yeah. but I never yeah. knew about being a stockbroker until I was like a junior or senior in high school. And I started watching fucking billions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what you don't know, what you don't know, you don't know. Exactly. And yeah. I think that's what makes it the hardest. And that's why I, I think you have to share that information. I love what you're doing with your podcast. It's, yeah. you know, you're sharing information <clears throat> Cause you don't know who's going to come across it uh, yeah. and you just have to share it and maybe inspire someone else to like come up. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We, we both have the same mission of just making, making 
things that are not that quite obvious, aware to people who don't know. And then also yeah. for people who do know, just yeah. help them get better too. Yeah. Um, I've, I've actually, some of the people I've referred to Code Rush, um, one was like this friend, I, it was like my first time meeting her through one of my buddies who's a developer. Um, yeah. And she's like, yeah, I'd really like to do some stuff like that too. I'm like, you know what? If you talk to Mike, who's a developer, he's going to confuse you. Cause yeah. like, he's just, he's been doing this for too long. Right. Yeah. That's what his background is in. But if you go and follow this page, they're trying to break things down. Like what is the difference of HTML code versus JavaScript? Yeah. Um, and so I don't know. I haven't really followed up to see. I know she did follow it, but I haven't followed up to see if she's gotten too yeah, much value. I, I mean, I've seen like a, a lot of, you know, a good amount of people who are interested who follow me and are constantly like engaging with it. So maybe yeah. she's uh, one, one of them. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening to this, <laughs> feel free to hit me up. Um, but yeah, I think the thing is like to make it not seem so intimidating. Cause I think that is the thing for me. Yes. I tried to like take myself back then mm -hmm. uh, when I was a little younger, I think a part of me did feel in a way like, uh, I don't know if I can actually do that. That seems like it's like for, you know, quote unquote, like people who are like smart yeah. and I did not see myself in that. But now I look back, I'm like, this shit is like not that hard. You know, like yeah. if you're committed to it and you want to do it, you can do it. Yeah. And that's something I'd like to emphasize on people. It's like, Hey, like if you want to pursue this, you can pursue it. It's not really like yeah. the hardest thing ever. Cause I think there's like this myth that's kind of surrounds tech where people feel like tech is like, you know, it's super a little, smart people, it's a like exclusionary to people who aren't yeah. already. For but sure. it's not, it's not. If you have a laptop and you know, you, you have the internet, you can literally learn the same shit that I do at work. I agree. You just yeah. got to take time and put in the work and you also need some guidance. And I think that's kind of like the hole that I'm trying to fill is kind of build out uh, courses. So I'm working on right now, I've been building out uh, this course uh, to teach people how to become backend developers. So okay. in, in software development, there's different types of developers. And so there's backend, there's frontend, uh, and you can check out my page to learn a little bit more. Where can they that. check you out? Uh, IG uh, codrush.io. And that's code rush with a K-O. So it's K-O-D-E uh, rush dot I-O. Um, but and that's your Instagram. Uh, you have the YouTube as well. That, right? That's my IG. I also have uh, YouTube. You can search me on YouTube. Uh, the page is code rush again with K-O. Or you can go to my website, code rush dot I-O or code rush.com. But I think right now code rush dot I-O is the one that's mapped. To the, I love that you uh, got the site. link trees up too. Cause you, it's just, yeah, you go in there. Those things are great. Cause you can go in there and just be like, Boom, 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 whatever I want. Yep. Oh, right. It's a yep. menu right in front of you. Yeah. And if you want to share like multiple things, you can just put them in there. Um, content creating is something I've been learning and I've grown through uh, throughout the year. Um, back to that course that I'm building on backend yeah. development. So whenever you visit a website, for example, google.com, facebook.com, whatever site you visit, there's like actions, there's, there's work, there's, there's actions or functionality that happens on like their servers, right? And there are people who develop um, the code that, that performs specific actions or perform specific tasks in their servers. So I'm teaching you how to, how to become a developer who can develop uh, backend work, okay. which is, that would be like code that runs on, uh, for example, AWS servers or, you know, Google servers and things like that. 
uh, and I'll have more to come. But right now, that's the first one that I'm working on. That's and the first course. Yeah, that's the first course. So nice. it's also a growing process for me. And and Hiram's got loads of free content out there too. Like what I do, the way you have your Instagram set up, it's like not just posts and reels. Um, you were able to create like courses or I forget, maybe it was like lessons. It was a specific yeah. module. There are modules on your Instagram. Yeah, they're pretty much modules. It's yeah. great. So there's some on uh, IG where it's like uh, just kind of like text slides that you can read. Uh, for example, maybe just about backend developer. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to learn about that, just go check that out. And I go, I walk you through just, I try to put it in the simplest terms uh, for you to understand what that is. That way, before you jump into tech, because I think when pe- before people jump into tech, one thing that usually confuses them, it's like, you know, where do I start? Yeah. You can go look up how to code on YouTube, but where do you start? Literally, yeah. What does like that even million, mean to code? Right. Exactly. A million videos will pop up. There's like 50 languages. Like, which one do you do? So I, I try to I ask that all the time. You need. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's, that's kind of like what I'm trying to build. Also, my YouTube channel, I've been putting out free content. Uh, one is just to teach you basic. So I have one to teach you the basics of uh, Java development. Mm-hmm. And so that's like the most popular, Java. one of the most popular uh, enterprise languages. Okay. Uh, and then the other one is kind of like teaching you some basic algorithms uh, that will help you build your skills. So I think um, if you're interested in jumping into tech, the thing for me that I would tell you is, you know, try and figure out which path to take and then focus on that. Nice. Go all in on like one language or one like front end, back end, like just yeah, so, spe- so you're doing specialize end, yourself. Yeah. Specialize yourself on that. Even when it comes to languages, specialize on one language <clears throat> and just learn it. So the thing is like, once you know one language, it's easy to to switch to another but if you try to learn you know multiple languages now in the front end there's like three main ones html css and uh javascript okay uh but in the back end you know you might want to do python javascript or um well those are those are the major ones just take one learn it fully and then after that start applying your skills Okay. And you can use your skills, the skills that you learn to maybe build out an application that you have an idea of. And that was actually one of the best ways that I uh, learned or developed my skills. So I have a funny story. Okay. So back when we we're in college, there's mm-hmm. this application that I built. I didn't share it. So I okay. Didn't yeah, that's a shame. <laughs> if you told me, I will run with it, bro. Everybody on the campus would know about the application. What was Literally. it for them? So this one was called Zoo Study Buddy. Okay. And this is the application that helped me get my first uh, internship, but I'll tell you. So the okay. application was like a card. So you know how there was like, there, there was like some sites out there for like, you know, flipping cards online, cards online. So there'll be like the study cards. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you like know, your flashcards. Back and forth. Yeah, exactly. So I went and found like, I don't even know where I found this, but I found like the entire Mizzou uh, course catalog and I scraped it. <laughs> <laughs> put it in a database and then so the idea was the users would sign up for the semester i'm taking these courses right yeah and multiple users can sign up to the same course or mm-hmm. you know and they, they can create cards for that course okay and then i'll be able to like kind of like share it and things like that but you know it got I I got over myself and then I was like ah, I won't share it so I just kind of used it on my I own. feel but, like you know, I feel like that would have been great because there were applications um I don't really remember what they're called 
but it doesn't matter. Like that's the thing about these apps these days. Like there's 10 of the same app, but if your functionality or if your word of mouth or marketing is better, it like yeah. doesn't even matter. Yeah. Yeah. So I wish I went further with that, but you know, it's yeah. okay. You live and learn. You live and um, you learn. But, but again, to that is like, you have to practice your skills and you, you, multiple people, I know people have come up to me with like, Hey, I have this tech idea. Yeah. I want to build this startup. There's a lot of people who want to, you know, build that's, that's going to be me eventually when I have a big idea. <laughs> yeah. So to me, if you're, if you want to put it, you can put it into action by building it out yourself and actually learning the process <clears throat> and then, you know, getting better with time. Um, the other thing about building tech skills, mm-hmm. I would say is like, you can also use it to, uh, you can also use those skills to make some extra income on the side. Oh yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of people who need help. Uh, I know there's like Upworks. Uh, I don't know what other site. Fiverr. I think that's what Fiverr. Called. And then there's also like Task, uh, TaskRabbit. But TaskRabbit is more like, I need someone to help me move in or like set my, my TV up. But Fiverr, because I've looked at getting oh, okay. Fiverr to help me uh, with the backend stuff on the podcast. So Fiverr is for sure one where people could probably develop a website or something for you. Yeah. And those, those are sites out there where, you know, if you develop your skills to a point where you feel like, okay, I'm actually pretty good at this. You can start putting out your own, you can, you can create your account there and try to see if you can get at least, you know, one contract here, another contract here, just keep building your resume. And I think this is uh, back to the point of how college is expensive. You don't really need college to become a software developer. And I I think the industry is changing that a little bit. I think the part of like the degree Mm -hmm. is kind of like to keep people away, I guess. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why that restriction is there. Uh, but it's slowly, it's slowly, I guess, kind of like fading away where they're allowing people to, you know, now go to a boot camp and then join collaboration yeah. and start working. Like Google, like, you Facebook, skills, you have this skill. Those ones don't yeah. require college degrees anymore. And, and you're right. Like if you can get the skills elsewhere, the college degree is like a $120,000 hurdle for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I would say pursue all the different avenues that you have. And the other thing is you can also work, build your skills, become a own, your own self-taught programmer or join CodeRush. I'll teach you how to program. There you go. <laughs> uh, and then after that, you can get a part-time gig. And I know IT part-time gigs pay pretty well where you can take that and attend college at the same time. I know a couple of people that uh, they went to a boot camp first, got the yeah. skills, got a job, and then school is kind of like a part-time and they're able to pay for it. Nice. So there's like different ways of like, kind of like, in a way subsidizing or, you know, lowering your yeah. uh, cost for, you know, college. And, um, and school, so, the degree is like a stamp of approval there from like a third party, right? Like, yeah, if people question yeah. this boot camp, it's like, all right, well, I did the boot camp and I got this third party stamp of approval. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So there's different ways of uh, pursuing this. Now with Code Rush, um, are you you mentioned that that backend developer course? When do you anticipate that going live? Because is that basically going to be able to like almost set people up like a boot camp where I I take it and um, afterwards I walk out and I'm ready to go and potentially apply for backend developer jobs? Yeah. So the idea is like I've taken all the skills that I've gained uh, through working in the industry for like six years now. Mm-hmm. Um, and like broken them down to like, what are the specific things that you need to learn in order to perform the job? 
Cause yeah. I feel like sometimes, so one thing is I started, te- I was teach, I was mentoring at a boot camp, and uh-huh. I kind of saw the material that they were teaching. Yeah. Um, there was some of the material that I thought was a little bit outdated that okay. it's not used in any corporation right now. And we're actually trying to move away from some of that stuff. Um, so I kind of like, I took my, I decided to break, break down my course into uh, different chapters that teach you all the different things that you need in order to become a certified Java developer. And I'll be a Java backend developer. Okay. So it's pretty direct. <clears throat> so you won't be able to apply to a JavaScript job, but you know, once you learn Java, you can go ahead and easily learn JavaScript and I'll have that down the road. But for now, my course will be targeted to people who want to learn to become Java backend developers. And that is really one of the most sought after uh, tech Hell skills. Yeah. 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 So if you go, if you go to like indeed.com, you can search, uh, you know, Java developer and you'll be able to see. And Java is not going anywhere. I know people always say it's, it's getting old, but it's not going anywhere. There's a reason it's been here for decades. Okay. It sounds like it's a building block too. Like you said, you can learn JavaScript after you learn Java. And, yeah. and, and if you know that, which is like the baseline, then you can expand on your skills after that. Um, yeah, exactly. So yeah, people, I, I advise you, like one of the biggest things I'm always preaching on this podcast is go make more money, right? Yeah. Hiram just gave you a way to go get a side hustle and help people develop yeah. websites or go on Fiverr or develop your own applications. And maybe you get rich, become the next Mark Zuckerberg. And then also there's the nine to five, right? Like we both have nine to fives, but we're both trying to create some shit outside that nine to five to really just like blow up. Right. Um, So that nine to five of a software developer, they pay very nicely. Like go look that up online. When you're looking up indeed jobs, first, you'll see a whole bunch of openings in tech companies that are all hiring remotely from anywhere. Everyone is hiring. Yeah. The demand is, the demand is huge. And I think that is why like now it's such a good time to like, jump into tech yeah companies just need more and more developers there's not enough so yeah work on your skills and you prove to the and one thing that i do with my courses i i walk you through throughout the course i show you how to like you know you're slowly building up a resume throughout the okay. course so by the end of the course you have multiple projects which you can show nice. as an employer it's like hey i've created this i've created that and That's you're excellent. also learning the core skills that I know yeah. an entry-level <clears throat> developer will be, will be questioned about or will be asked during the interview. That way, whenever you're finishing the course, yeah. you have like the core skills that you need yeah. and you've been practicing them throughout the course. Because I think that's one thing I realized, like sometimes they wait to teach certain things at the end and then yeah. you only get like like, you know, two weeks of like learning something and you're like, oh, I really, I wish I was playing that with well. that more throughout. Yeah. So the big, the biggest thing is actually practicing, practice, practice, mm. practice. So I, yeah. I build my course in a way that you'll be practicing different skills throughout all the way in, on, until you get to the end. So working with something like GitHub yeah, uh, and also, you know, building your application and things like that. That's amazing because yeah, people will have the core knowledge, right? Like do tell me how you would do this, right? And then also the actual application of how they used it or what they learned. And I mean, if I was to take a course in something like software development now, which is like, but people switch careers all the time too, right? Like we're we're 28, like we're still young. Those are are people that I'm targeting. So people who are new to new, who just want to get into development. So there are people who are like 
in business. They're already in a corporate corporation, right? Yeah. Um, and they just want to switch, you know, from one department to IT. Sometimes you'll find like people within the uh, company would just tell you, you know, I guess if you have the skills and you talk to someone, they'll allow you to, they'll pull you in as a developer, but you just need to have those skills. So right. if you're in a different department and you want to switch to the tech side, it's like, hey, just learn the skills. I'll teach you the skills. And then from there, you can try, you can apply those skills and easily switch over. And if you're in the company already, you've already been hired. They can vet, they vetted your experience of being like intelligent or fitting the corporate mold to get into the company. They value you more because you know the other. So for example, if you're oh. on the business side, you know the business side of things. And now yeah. you're coming back to the developer, man. Yeah. Because there's like roles like business analysts and project managers where it's beneficial to be able to communicate with all sides of the business too. Exactly. Um, so it could even, you don't even maybe have to learn the tech skills to go work and be a software developer. You could yeah. go and be a project manager and be like, I already have the business acumen. I've gone and gotten the technical acumen. And now you're a really well-rounded candidate that has already yeah. understood the business for maybe working there for a year or two as well. Yeah. So I'll say really everyone should like at least have understanding of how things work in the technical aspect of things. Uh, in nice. The technical aspect of the application. Um, uh, I think you know, besides the people who are already in a company, um, I think the biggest people that I, the, the people that I really try to reach are those beginners. Okay. People who are like scared or shy about tech. Mm -hmm. It's like, Hey, you, you can, you can do this. So I think, and if you walk through the course, learn all the skills. Yeah. Uh, number one thing is you'll never know everything in tech. So yeah, I find it's always changing, who, right? Like it's always changing. You'll never know everything. So don't get hung up if you don't know stuff. Trust me. There's some things that I don't know and I always have to look up. But the key thing is learning to learn and you know, learning to learn new skills that you can apply. Do you do you talk to me a little bit? Because like what is your day-to-day -day as a as a software developer, right? Like say if someone's like, Yeah, I kind of want to get into tech, I wouldn't mind checking out this back-end developer job. Like Say they get a, they, what, what can they look forward to in, in that role? Maybe just like a quick snippet. So my day today is like, I wake up in the morning, you know, right around eight, you know, I have my stand up. So okay. we have what's called stand up. So, which is where we meet as a team, talk about, you know, what we worked on, what we're working on, you know, are we facing any new challenges, you know, kind of like bring that up or okay. is there anything that's blocking us from completing our work? So first of all, our work is planned out in like two weeks. Okay. Sprints. Those are sprints. So, okay. Yeah. 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 Sprints. I know, I know <laughs> enough of the terms yeah. to be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You gotta be good with the, you know, terms, the lingo, uh, but yeah. Yeah. The lingo, uh, blockchain. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Uh, but yeah, we work in like two week sprints. So we okay. plan out work for like two weeks and we need to like get that work done. And each day we meet in the morning to talk about a, hey, to kind of like see how the prog how we're progressing on the work that we have. Um, after that, I actually, so right now I'm in Discover and this is the first time where I've done this, where we work in paired programs. Okay. It's called paired programming. So I work with someone else the entire day and we're basically some, sometimes like I'm driving, which is I'm writing the code mm -hmm. and they're just watching and we're kind of like talking about the code as we write it. 
right? And sometimes it's them and I'm just kind of like watching. So it's good because I'm learning from someone else. Right. And they're also learning from me. It's like, it's a good way of It's uh, like the sharing. mindset that two heads is better than one kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's that been interesting because that's the first time I've done that in my career. Um, yeah. But in general, it's like the entire day I'm just coding. And then I have random meetings uh, from you yeah. business people. <laughs> so, so the yeah. meetings are to communicate to the business side, like what you're doing or like updates that exactly. they can see on the uh, pipeline. Yeah. So it would be like, sometimes it's plan new features. It's like, okay. Hey, we need to add a form here. Okay. What are the requirements? Or we need to reach out to a new service from another team, um, reach out to them and, you know, maybe we tell them, Hey, we need you guys to implement this new feature for us that we'll be consuming you know, things like that. So it's just like general, I'm very much on the technical side of things. So most of my meetings are pretty tech. Um, other, other than the planning meetings where, you know, there's like the business people and, you know, I'm just kind of like sitting there and giving my inputs on, hey, I think, I don't think that can work, you know, things like that. But if you, if you're a technical person, yeah, that's kind of like my lane. But then again, you can also build your tech skills, like John was saying, and work on the business side. Right. It's good to have someone on the business side from a developer perspective who has tech skills, who understands like things from a technical perspective. They can talk your talk, right? And then communicate that to non-technical people. It makes it easier for us. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Basically, they're like a trans, you, you could be a translator, you could, you, or you could be on the tech side, or you could be on the business side. Kind yeah of. yeah so it's like don't limit yourself uh there's also a different besides the developers i enjoy writing code i can write code for days like no issue but i know there's some people who don't really enjoy that yeah i do hear about uh, burnout sometimes yeah there are and but if you really love it do you, do you ever feel that or anything i haven't felt that yet Fuck i know yeah. a few people who have said that i've been working at this you know for six years now and i've never felt it um, nice but I understand why people, sometimes people feel burnout and they want to switch. You can switch to like uh sys admin. So that's yeah. like, that's what my roommate does know, actually. Yeah. It's like, you know, managing things. Um, there's also DevOps. So that's kind of what they do is they manage the applications, for example, deploying them to AWS or, mm -hmm. you know, maintaining the AWS configurations, like setting it up for us. Okay. Um, so th there's different roles can take in tech and yeah. you just gotta open up yourself to it and try and find what you enjoy and what you like i love but that money is also there <laughs> yeah yeah That's so i mean you, you've been able to to get the money going and and have the stability of the nine to five while still kind of having enough coding energy left in you to work on yeah. code rush right and, yeah. and and really build this out and then share your vision or share your your passion with others yeah um so I, I'm sorry, that course, when when are you anticipating that course coming out? Oh, I forgot to mention that. that that's coming out next year. I'm anticipating somewhere around Feb. Okay. So January, I kind of want to do some promotion. I'm also leaving the country for a couple of weeks, go back to Kenya. So nice. around Feb, that's when I anticipate to drop the course. Okay. So the way the course will be is like the course is there fully for you to like, you can complete it from beginning to end in a week if you want which I think so that, it's a, it's a one, week, can't. one week course. It's, or it's one not week a one week course. No, okay. I'm just saying you're like a highly ambitious person. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's hard. Um, they could knock it out, well, but it, they would have to be devoting full time to that course. Yeah. You have to be devoted to it full time. Or if, you know, most people are working and they're just
just pursuing this side it'll take you once you gain access to the course you, you can work on it for as long as it takes you okay um and the way the course will work is i will have i'll be available to you via slack you can reach out to me at any nice. point during the day and i'll respond to you maybe it might be like a you know a few hours later because i also have work yeah um, my man's busy I'll, <laughs> hey man, I also I also have to live life a little bit. Absolutely. <laughs> um. Oh, and also I'll, I'll have like I'll try and create one availability a week where it's like so right now with the students that I've been working with, it's like I'm available. I'm usually available on Wednesdays for like an hour. So if you have any questions, you simply join Zoom, my Zoom call, and we talk about it. You ask, you say what you you kind of bring up what you have, and then we'll kind of like go over it. And that's a good way. And I think that's kind of going to, that's going to be the plus where instead of just taking any online course, because I think you can take online courses on like Udemy, different yeah. platform, YouTube, mm -hmm. but ha being able to have that person where you can reach out oh, to yeah. them and they can answer your question. Because sometimes you might be following through a tutorial uh, or, you know, one of those online courses and you can't figure out something and you don't have someone to answer your question then and there that yeah. kind of like defeats um that can be it can be defeating to your uh i guess to you completing the course where you, yeah. you, know, you feel like i can't figure this out yeah like you hit a roadblock you're yeah. there like you yeah. have a resource to help you get through that roadblock think about it differently and you guys can kind of brainstorm exactly and with coding you will always hit a roadblock okay like that's that's just a guarantee part of the job uh, to this day, I, it, I, it happens to me where, you know, sometimes I don't know if you've heard this joke where, you know, a developer spends hours looking for something and oh, it was just and then it, yes. colon. <laughs> yeah. So you also have to have a little bit of patience, um, though some of the newer uh, softwares that we use can catch, you know, a lot of those errors. But in general, you're, you'll run into uh, roadblocks like that but that's why i will be there to kind of like help you out and tell you hey let's try this this is what you're missing and that's awesome really how it is at work because at work i'll be working on something and i'll be stuck for like hours and then i'll yeah. just reach out to you know my teammates like hey can you look at this and they'll be able to help me out so that's those are the two added benefits that i think my course will be providing and i'm just saying hey rock with me and you know you I'm giving it my all and, you know, hopefully benefits someone out there. That's awesome, dude. I cannot wait for that to go uh, live. The thing that I want to see is like someone get a full-time job after going through my course. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like that, that's, that's my goal next year. Like that would be an amazing use case story to be able to market and advertise. And then that person go tell their friends, you just need like yeah. one success story to start. Exactly. So I'm not chasing like, get a hundred people. No, it's like, just give me five, just right. give me five who are like dedicated to it. And you know, once I get those five people ready and I'll, I'll do everything in my power to help them like get a job. And you know, after yeah. that, I, I, my, my whole uh, mission or my whole theme or slogans, whatever is like, let the work uh, speak for itself. Nice. So uh, they'll have um, these products of their yeah. work at the end of the course. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, people get to benefit out there, you know, hopefully. go out Yeah. There what, one additional benefit I'm just thinking of as you're describing it is like almost like a cohort type factor, right? Like they're working with you one-on-one, -on -one, but then maybe you do have five students, maybe in, all in the Slack channel, they can communicate too and, and rub off each other and kind of learn. Also, you're forming they, a little can, network yeah. 
a network of referrals. If one person does get exactly. a job, you're already in exactly. a, a job. You can discovered. refer someone else. Yeah. 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 And, and you that's, go past and that's pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. So that's also like uh, part of my visions. Like, you know, once I've hopefully one day I'm successful out there, you know, I got like a hundred, couple thousand people. Hopefully, man. No. I get like a thousand. It, you know, talk it into or speak it into speak existence. Speak it into existence. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I wake day. up every single we'll morning. I'm like, I'm a beautiful man. People like my mustache. <laughs> I'm going to grow a full beard next week. Right? Like you got to speak this stuff into existence. Positive speak it into existence. Hey, man, we'll be back on on the pod you know after we hit a hundred after we hit a thousand you know we'll be back on here uh but yeah um another point that i wanted to hit on yeah it's automation and i think income inequality is the biggest challenge of like our times right now okay i feel like it's not talked about a lot so if you look at like in politics like the stuff that they talk about it's not really it, it, it is there are things that are affecting the society society at large but i feel like the biggest thing that's pressing people right now is income inequality yeah and automation is really like taking off right now and over the next 20 30 years it's gonna transform our society dude so absolutely. i feel like um there's this report that i read back in like 2016 or something like that. it was like towards the end of obama's administration okay so they released a report where it was talking about like how automation will impact the low-paying jobs and how yeah. i think it was something like 80 percent of the jobs will be like sort of like i think it's like the make somewhere between uh less than thirty dollars an hour like a lot of a lot of jobs would be automated away yeah almost everything we um, consider an entry level or like a high school level job yeah that don't require so skills it, kind of yeah even if you look at uh for example if you've gone to like any fast food restaurants right now oh yeah they have the screens like you can I, was, just I was at mcdonald's there. this morning dude for the for their breakfast and i didn't even talk to a human the whole time so i feel like a lot of that is changing i saw like a uh brewery where you can just like go order it yourself so there's really no one in there where you can just go yeah it in, just pay get your beer and you're not interacting with anyone yeah so i feel it's like slowly it's gonna happen slowly but it's going mm -hmm. to eliminate a lot of jobs that people need yeah. so i feel like a lot of people who are in those positions need to think about like how they can up their skills for the future yeah and i feel like tech is a great entry point or it's a great uh equalizer where yeah i love the that bar word. of entry yeah. is the bar of entry is pretty low where mm -hmm. all you need is your computer your internet right and you're on your computer all the time or your right. phone you spend all, the all time. the screens sometimes, might, might as right. well make it so, useful like learn something and sometimes it doesn't <laughs> you don't you don't have you don't have, yeah. you don't have to spend your time like you know scrolling instagram all day right yes take a nap an or, hour or, or do Follow your Instagram account and then you're learning follow, something. Follow That's my why I love this. Yeah. There's also a lot of like good resources on IG. Yeah. Uh, so follow the right kind of content. Right. Treat your uh, brain. Yeah, exactly. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you know, be intentional on the information that you consume. Is it like helpful? How is it benefiting you? Or is it just like useless information? Yeah. Useless, you know, you kind of want to like store that away um but yeah tech is like the great equalizer because i feel like you can anyone can learn tech skills at a low cost and get a high paying job but it's all up to you you have to like you know be up for the challenge and you know just go for it 
Pastor Hiram is preaching right here. People. <laughs> I fucking love it. I love that you said the equalizer because like, yeah, right. Like there's income inequality. No fucking doubt about it. Um, yeah. Do too bad. Do something about it. Like we can't yeah. change that because we can't really to change America as one person or even, you know, as a, as a group of people is really fucking hard. America is hard. Any other country, right? Like you can, we can look back at some of our homes and it's like inequality is going to stick around, right? Like you just got to do yeah. what you can, but it's, it's really, it's really hard to change. So I think you just have to take the steps, like at least do it for you, you know, right? like just do it for you and, you know, make something out of it. Roll, roll with the punches see the future coming. Like this is the wake up call right now, but like their wake up calls are everywhere, right? Like if you're working in a McDonald's and you see a lower amount of staff and you see these fucking machines going out front and taking four orders at a time, are you just thinking that's not going to happen to you? Like it's going to happen to you. Right. So like, I, I think I love that you're saying like tech is low barrier to entry because I think sometimes that can have like a bad negative connotation, but it's, it's so true, right? Like these, a lot of these companies aren't requiring um, college degrees anymore. A lot of them yeah. aren't requiring you to be in Silicon Valley or in New York, in Chicago, in a major hub. We're lucky that we both yeah. live in tech hubs, Austin, yeah. Denver, Chicago, all these are popping up too. But, but almost every company is hiring remotely because they're so desperate for fucking workers. There's, there's not enough workers out here. So yeah. it's like, hey man, now is the time to jump. Make a at pivot, the right? Yeah, yeah, just make the pivot and jump in there. Um, even if you're, and the thing that I'll tell for people who kind of like uh, take the self-learning route or, you know, kind of like the non-traditional route of, yeah. you know, going to college, it's like, uh, don't, 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 don't be too choosy on the opportunities that come to you. So I think okay. the first, the most important thing that you can do uh, after you've kind of like built your skills is gain some experience like it doesn't matter yeah. like your first job doesn't really matter you can work there for a year and then just you know jump elsewhere yeah so don't try don't try to go for like the big payday like after you know when you're initially starting it's like just build your skills get your experience after a year of experience that that kind of like certifies you in a way yeah. in the tech world in the tech it. scene where it's like okay you have some experience Dude, the foot in the door stuff. the foot in the, your door foot in the door within tech is ridiculous yeah so do that and then after that do whatever you know move to wherever you want <laughs> uh, yeah I, I love that and and the reason I say like get that foot in the door is because like I worked for a cybersecurity company but then when I wanted to go to like SaaS it's like a software as a service company yeah um they were like you've never sold software before I was like yeah. but I sold cybersecurity services consulting I was like what's yeah what's the difference right like it's not software but it's yeah. tech it's technical yeah. stuff I'm having business conversations outcomes that relate back to technical features and, and aspects of a product with yeah. CTOs, directors of IT, IT managers, but instead they still wanted to see like, okay, what's the other SaaS product? So yeah. as you're talking about, take a fucking job in yeah. the tech world, get something, you know, get that system admin role and then start networking, get that entry level job role where you're using yeah. some form of technology. And then maybe you yeah. take a boot camp on the side and now you can talk the talk. You've gotten a logo on your resume. And I, yeah. I, I can't stress enough, just like the reason I said like tech is kind of exclusionary because I think everybody in tech sounds like an absolute douchebag sometimes to people that are not <laughs> in tech. They just don't yeah. understand. Like they don't really yeah. understand some of the lingo that we're using. Like we can yeah. say SaaS, Java, all this stuff back and forth. And yeah. we know that we're really not different from them. We've just done this job for two years, right? Yeah. Like 
It's, yeah. but, but some of the terms, tech is almost like finance and uh, maybe like real estate, a couple other industries where there are certain terms and, and lingos used to make it seem really complicated to other people. But once cool. you break it down, like what's an API? Uh, application programming interface, right? Uh, what does that do? It makes applications talk to each other. It makes Zoom yep. talk to Slack. Yeah. So in my backend development course, you learn how to build your own API. Boom. So I love there's, that. There's different APIs out there. Um, yeah. And I cover like the Spotify API. So you learn to literally build your own API. And, you know, it sounds uh, like it's something super yeah. complicated. No, you go tell your like grandma you did that. Do. She's going to think you're uh, yeah. Steve Jobs. <laughs> 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 it can be like, I'm an API developer. <laughs> exactly. And, and to someone else, that sounds really fancy, right? Like I've, I've seen that firsthand with, with my friend that's a developer. Whenever he tells people they're a developer, they're like, oh, wow, that's really cool. But like, when I ask him about his job, he's like, dude, it's very mind numbing work sometimes. He's like, yeah. I will zone out and I'll, and then like some days he, he will not work or he'll work half a day. And the next day yeah. work like 12 to 15 hours. Cause like, he's yeah. like, I was in the zone. The yes, but yeah. yesterday I couldn't get in the zone. I need to go for a, a fucking 20 mile bike ride. Right. Like whatever yep, you do, yep. I know you like to hike and stuff. So like yep. whatever, whatever you need to do, but it, it's a job that also provides a lot of flexibility, which is really yes. good. As we talk about working yes. at home for like parents, like yeah. I need to be in front of customers nine to five. Cause I, it's a sales job. Right. But yeah. like in tech, you could work if you're a night owl, six o'clock to 12 o'clock at night, 6 PM mm -hmm. till 12 AM. Boom, do that and then show your work the next day, right? Go get your stuff yep. at that point. Um, yep. That's something I've always been jealous of uh, for, yeah. for like developer roles. Yeah, it's it's very flexible. So I'm grateful for that because, uh, man, I've become used to this life. <laughs> this lifestyle's pretty My man good. is living. Look at this. He's got the Kobe in the background. He's got the gamer chair. Hey, you got to represent. He's comfortable. That's, Mamba mentality. That is your, your little dojo right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, so I think, I think there's a lot of options out there for people. And, and, and I think we just covered a few of how yeah. like you can learn some technical skills, but uh, it is going to be a necessity. Right? Like people yeah. in marketing these days are like, how can I learn some basic coding just so they can look at the back end of their website as they're developing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know if you're, if you're working this, people will like set up like uh, Shopify. Uh, sometimes I think there's like places where you can go, you know, have a developer code it for you or yeah. You can learn the skills and be able to like write some custom code for yourself. Uh, so there's like these skills are useful, and you need them. So it's like join the join the team. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't look on the don't be on the outside looking in. Just get in. Just yeah. just dive in. Exactly. Um, I want to just take a little bit of time here to kind of shift to the entrepreneurial side of things, right? So we yeah. talked a lot about like you're working this job. You're also built, you got your side hustle where you're building out these courses to teach people, but that's yeah. also going to bring in money for you too, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Like what, what created that entrepreneurial spirit within, within you? I think it started very young. So it's funny. My dad calls me Mr. CEO. <laughs> nice. I don't like it. Uh, Mr. I, you don't want to be Mr. CEO? No, no. I just don't like titles. Like I have a thing oh. with titles where I feel like titles can get to your head. It's humble. He's humble, <laughs> but yeah um but for me it's like i've always seen like you know i could i could lose my job at any point mm -hmm. you know the economy could hit the fan and i could sure. lose my job so like at that point what what, I, what do i do so i think this is for me i'm slowly building something that i know is mine like no one can take that away from me right I love that and it's gonna bring in extra income and you know 
point that to like investments and then maybe you know just build out my own portfolio build out yeah. my because like at the end of the day it's like i want to get to a point where you know i'm working for myself and i can pretty much just do whatever i want to do yeah because uh, with work i do have to report you know every yeah. day monday through friday right as i have my pto days but you know i'm limited <laughs> yeah. in terms of what i want to do it's like yeah. i want to do more things in life you have to ask for permission uh, at work to do certain things exactly so i want to get to a point where i'm like i'm working for myself and if this ends up being it then it's this uh i've always tried to do things on the side yeah um well hell you talked about I, the, the app in college the boot camp yeah there's the app in college uh I built, I worked with a friend uh, back whenever I was in uh, Colombia. Uh, we built a site for Strange Music. Uh, so that okay. came as like a side gig. So that one was pretty cool. Um, and what else? And then the boot camp. So I was mentoring at a boot camp. That yeah. just came up as, you know, just you got to put yourself out there too. I, just I, went I to agree. Like this, 100%. I went to like this talk uh, that a friend of mine was having he was like hey you want to come to this and then that's how i met the guy who ran the boot camp and i was like uh what opportunities do you have because like i'm already in tech like well i might yeah. as well like i always want to do something more yeah beyond my nine to five just i just haven't been I, it took me a while to figure out what it was um, yeah. actually code started as an app i was okay. thinking about building an app that yeah. people can go and practice their skills okay and then uh just from having conversations <laughs> with people it was like okay i think a course would be better okay and I, I do, you, do you think there's potential for the app in the future like if you get the yeah website, so so i the think that's the thing once and... i get the website and the courses in the future yeah. i could build like an app where it's like you also you get the course and you also get this practice app app yeah. where you can go practice your skills so, so when people have it on their phone with them all the like time, like challenges. Right? So I was like, thinking about like, yeah, different things like that. So that can come later. Uh, but right now it's like the courses, it's a pretty easy route to take, or, you know, it's, it's more direct quicker yeah. no, than building sure. out a whole app. Um, Cause one thing people don't realize is like, it takes a lot to build an app. Okay. So you might have a great idea out there, but it takes a lot to build an app. There's a lot that goes into it. And once yeah. you, you know, kind of go through this course, you'll understand why, you know, for a small app that you, you think some single, some developer out there can build it for you. You yeah. see like, there's a reason, there's a reason this companies have like hundreds of developers. Right. So it's Just manpower and it. time. Yeah. And then also yeah. as you're building an app, you do have to think about the business side, right? Like how am I going to yeah, sell? Exactly. It's this? not just building the app. So, yeah. Yeah. So, but well, I like this that you like, said I'm, that you have to put yourself out there because I think I, I said it all the time. Like if you want to get hit by a bus, you got to play in traffic. That bus could be, yeah. and I say this to people a lot when it comes to dating, because I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm outgoing, I'm obnoxious as hell. It's really easy yeah. for me to say all this stuff. I walk down the street and I'm trying to fucking talk to people. I'm trying to annoy them, right? And yeah. see, see what I can learn from them, what they, what I can talk about. It's usually yeah. my yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But That's wrong do, with that. would you consider yourself uh, like an introvert or an extrovert? Do you, do you have you ever so thought about I, that? I'm, I'm like an introvert, mm -hmm. but um, I've, I've learned to like just, put myself out there and just yeah talk you to just anyone. swallow just Literally. swallow the nervousness a little yeah, bit it's just like just have a conversation it's just is she they're a human being too it's just like yeah. talk to them it's like i don't care if you're a ceo who you are it's like i can talk to you i can we can have a conversation right it's not like anything that's difficult so uh, yeah yeah it's just like you gotta practice that i think i think for a lot of comfortable people with it some of the hurdles of like going out to meet people was like maybe insecurity within themselves, right? What if they don't like me or whatever? 
I love, well, who I, cares? Right. Well, that's like, I love yeah. what I talk about and what I do. So like some people I'll meet and they'll be like, why is this guy always talking about money? That's their fucking problem, right? We're not going to get along, but I'm, I've just yeah. learned to be okay with that. But I think yeah. for everybody, it's like, if you're a relatively normal person, a category I would never put myself in, um, <laughs> if, you're <a> rel- <laughs> if you're a relatively normal person, the other person is probably the weirdo if they don't like you. Like if you yeah. go up to them and start talking to them about a car, maybe they don't like cars, that's okay. But like, they're not going to walk away being like, this fucking weirdo came up to me and started talking about cars. Yeah. Like, no, they're just going to be like, yeah, we didn't really click, but they're not going to think you're weird. It's just like, and you move on. Yeah. You move yeah. on. That's it. That's it. So yeah, put, put yourself out there. Yeah. Um, I, I love that you did that with the boot camp to find like-minded people and, and yeah. these like-minded people, these partnerships, like that's one of the reasons I moved to Denver to find more like-minded entrepreneurial minded people to do yeah. collaborations because I'm not that technical, right? It's like, I might need yeah. a fucking technical person yeah. to help me develop the app, right? Um, exactly. And different thing, And they might need someone who just loves talking and fucking going into boardrooms and pitching all day. Yeah. Because um, that, that might be uncomfortable for some people. So by putting yourself out there, you also can attract people that might share a similar vision, but like yep. be the opposite end of the business for you. Yeah. That, that yeah. They're uncomfortable. They see your skills and they're jealous and you see their skills, you're jealous, but you have the same vision moving forward. Yeah. So, yeah you definitely got to put yourself out there and be okay with failing so yeah. i was actually going to talk about this uh this 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 a uh, i had tried to run like um so i have this idea of where you can bring together like good developers yeah uh and like be able to like create cool dope shit like just like chun out things where it's like okay like everybody does a little piece of the project yeah like come together and build a project so i tried to put together that um before i started coders before i even joined the boot camp so like again i'm always like trying stuff like i feel I weird yeah. if i'm just like working my nine to five and that's it yeah like it's dude a that's a really successful trait or like yeah a, like a, a trait of people that you know are going to be successful like yeah. try fail try fail try fail try fail like you just have to try and like i mean it ended up failing but i was like okay whatever yeah you know, move on uh you know i learned things from my failures that i'm applying now in code rush yeah so it's like that's the thing be okay with failing um i think the biggest thing in when it, when it comes to building uh code rush has been like putting myself out there social media it's like oh know, yeah I, i've never been that so but yeah you know i need to yeah know, if i'm gonna build this business so it's a it's a big again. piece of the puzzle these days marketing yeah. social media i think again using social media intentionally when you said that like careful what you put into your brain right like yeah i try to follow like personal finance pages i love following your page because i'm like i don't i don't even know if this is relevant but i watch and maybe i gap yeah. i grasp a little yeah. bit of it um yeah. versus what kim kardashian and, and fucking pete david you know? <laughs> that's like, fine too because oh. sometimes it is nice to turn the brain off for a little bit but yeah. you can't do yeah. that all day like i spend eight hours a day on my phone i get a notification yeah. every fucking week on average eight hours a day so we spend most of our time at, and yeah. yeah there's a great amount of knowledge there and, and if you can even devote garbage. an hour or two of that to reading yeah. or a course podcast yeah. it's like you're going to be miles ahead of your peers you're not even going to recognize them as peers because you're like why don't they fucking educate themselves yeah on, yeah. on all Instagram, it takes is like right? a, an hour a day yeah not that much right. an hour every and you have to be okay with like okay because i feel I, I to me it was like especially have one thing that i've learned from building code rush is like i kind of did put a lot of pressure on myself like yeah okay, i need to be putting out content sometimes i go like okay a week where it's like i've been kind of like just in the funk and haven't put out anything yeah i gotta like get myself back in there it's like okay let's get back into it and like yeah. do this this and that yeah, so it's like you have to be okay with like 
having those bad weeks but mm-hmm. also kind of like also you know getting yourself back in there and you know yeah because especially if you're working on a course it can be hard sometimes you can hit a point where it's, it's just kind of like i don't really feel it yeah you know sometimes you're able to power through sometimes you're not but you have to be you'll have to constantly be able to get back in there right uh and, and power through i like that yeah like take a take a break but make sure you come back to the project, right? Like there's, there's nothing back. wrong with taking a break, going outside, taking a walk, taking a week, going on vacation, yep. Yep. going see, spending time with family, whatever re-energizes you. And then like, get back to that fucking hobby. Get back to it. Yeah. 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 I love that. Yeah. Um, dude, well, okay. Again, where can people reach you? Find out more about Code Rush? Because I, I love the project because I just, I want people to be more technical, right? I hey, want to be more man. technical myself, You're right? I've I appreciate the support. Yeah. yeah, dude. I've, I mean, you supported me when, yeah. when we were talking about the podcast at first. You're like, I'd recommend this, this, and this for equipment. And then this is a good way to edit it. And yeah. that's also when like you talk about your vision, right? Like yeah. people know shit. Like, I, I would have never thought that Hiram would know about uh, how to edit a podcast. Like I wouldn't even know why that even came to mind that this we were talking about it. But yeah. you gave me the tips and then just talking about how to yeah. the other day, gave me the tips on the webcam, maybe some lighting features, just talk to your friends about your fucking project. Little things. And that's the other thing. Yeah, your friends, people you're close to. Because I feel like sometimes we think we need to reach out to like someone who's out there. Like yeah. Sometimes your friends know shit that you don't. They're hoarding information. To them. Yeah, just share it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, to the hoarders out there, just share your information. Right. Uh, you have to also, yeah, be willing be willing to share what you know. Because you don't I know agree. it's going to benefit someone else. Uh but yeah, you can find me on IG at codrush.io and also, and that's codrush with a K-O. So it's K-O-D-E rush.io. And also my website is codrush.io. You can join the uh, wait list uh, for my course. So just put your email there. And whenever it's released, oh, you got a wait list ready email. to go. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. So I'm, I'm still, I'm slowly building that up. So still working into that. Nice. Um, and also follow my YouTube channel. If you want to get started on learning how to code right now, maybe you feel a little motivated after Hell listening yeah. to this. Run through <laughs> to a my YouTube. And code a fucking website. <laughs> Go to my YouTube channel, uh, Code Rush. Again, that's K-O-D-E, Rush. So go find me uh, on YouTube. Uh, you can watch my Java Fundamental tutorials and go through that. Once you finish that, maybe learn some algorithms. Um, Actually, the first thing you want to start with is like the toolkit playlist. So that kind of walks you through how to set up your computer. That way you're ready to develop. Uh, so I start you off from like basics. So I think that's the, the thing that my, the approach that I take with my work, it's like, you don't know anything. Uh, so I'm trying nice. to like make sure I cover all the basics that I that need to be covered. That's great. So yeah, uh, follow me and... Yeah, hit me up. Stay tuned, people. Get on that wait list. At least go follow coderush.io because some of this stuff, like, again, be dangerous enough. Like, you don't even have to necessarily code, right? Maybe you just know some of the language so you can talk to someone else and not seem exactly. like a fucking idiot, right? Exactly, That's part of the yeah. world these days, just not being a fucking idiot most of the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's crazy how many people are failing that still. <laughs> but I like, I like, I like the colors too. The black and green. It's funny that you mentioned LimeWire because that was yeah, that, that, that was the green. I'm thinking back. I'm like, I wonder if that inspired him. It's also a little bit like the old-fashioned Xbox with the oh, black and the green. It's funny because I used to have the old Xbox. I was an Xbox person, not a PlayStation. There you Maybe. go. All these know. things, all these things, kind of vibing into your your creation <laughs> process. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I know, hey man, I appreciate you for having me on. Uh, I know the people that you taught that, that I guess follow your pod are mostly interested in the financial aspect of the, wor- of the world. Um, I think the way I would say tech applies to that is like you're able, the first thing that you need in order to become an investor, it's like money. Right? Yeah. So tech is a great way to increase your capital and be able to invest yeah. into uh, whatever investments you want. So yeah, uh, follow me and gotta, thank you I for gotta, having me on. I got guy. subscribers that are paper chasers and I like, we just, <laughs> just give them a crash course on a whole new revenue stream or a whole yeah, new skill set that will help them chase some paper. So like what we were talking about with the Fiverr thing, it's like you can literally just go get a gig for one month, make like two racks, invest that. Right. That's 2000. I I always challenge people, right? Like how much money did you make outside of your nine to five? Cause I have a nine to five. I'm okay with that. Right. Like, yeah. And I know some friends that are full-time entrepreneurs. I'm very jealous of them. I haven't really had anything right now. That's like come at me where I can run with it full time, but it's like the side gigs. And then slowly, but surely maybe these side gigs take over my real job, but how much have you made outside of your nine to five? And I yeah. bet if you start asking your friends that in your friend group, you're going to find some that are hoarding information. Yeah. I know a bunch of girls that are like these girls that you just think are like Instagram thoughts, right? Yeah. Like, what are they doing on Instagram? They just post all these pretty <laughs> pictures. But uh, one or two of them, they have their own little boutique shop that they link yeah. it to. You get a thousand or 2000 followers on Instagram from being pretty. And then the clothes that you wear, you resell that on a different Instagram page. Oh, on there. Boom. And I, I bet their other friends are just busy looking pretty. You know, so like you'd be really surprised at how many people have a little side gig. Almost everybody does an Etsy store developing on the side. Uh, some people write resumes. That's a little cheeky side hustle for you right there, Hiram. A resume writing to get people into tech. Yeah. Oh, do you know someone who does that? I would say you should do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think that's definitely something that I know I'll need. It's like once after, you know, the developers are done. So probably yeah. something to, you know, kind of like help them get in the job yeah to get because you know to get those interviews you've got to beat the ats the app the application tracking system with the buzzwords so it's like i i help people with this with sales and yeah uh, i'm helping my girlfriend with it right now with her resume but it's like you can look at the job description and then like match up your skills to what's on there there's so many different things you can do there but like i think some people also have the skill and don't have the the resume or the marketing material to put themselves out there it's like there are so many little challenges and there are so many little holes in markets to fix. Yeah. But, you know, it's over here and the knowledge is out there. Fish there's for so it. Many, right. This isn't the only podcast that you'll ever listen to. This is tech. This is personal finance. There's a million others out there. If you have a niche out there, go learn in general, right? Like, yep. go enhance yep. your knowledge. Yep. Hiram, this is great. I appreciate you coming on, man. And I really do think that money and technology roll together. Because one leads to the other. And there's a reason that the tech companies are the ones that are doing the best right now. Yep. Like, yep. what? If you want to be rich, if you want to create a unicorn, you create a tech company. You don't tech company. A garbage cleaning company. Uh, We're in a new world. A garbage cleaning company. Don't get me wrong. I, I've seen some people <laughs> do that. So no, yeah. no, no joke, like a, like a yeah. cleaning or like a nanny made company. Oh, something okay. like that. Doing good money, right? But like, yeah. you want to blow up. Every investor is licking their chops right now on how to like, oh, is it an app? Ooh, and you I need to, know, to, yeah. one thing that people don't understand, I think is like oftentimes software or like anything in tech is usually recurring revenue. So you yep. get someone uh, monthly paying yep. or yearly. Yep. Paying. All the subscriptions that we have. Yeah, yep. those subscriptions, they're like investors set. like to see yeah. that because I can book 
someone in 2018 on a three-year deal and 2021, yeah. I know they're going to be paying $30 a month. Um, yeah. So, so you can, you can predict future income. It looks really good on, on, uh, on like on the books for, for these tech companies. And I think other things like professional services consulting, that's like using your time, but you create this yeah. course and you automate a lot of the processes and it will run for yes. you for years to come. Yeah. Yeah. So work smarter, not so it's, it's, it's exactly that's the way to go. So join tech, come rock with me. <laughs> I love it. Hiram. Thanks so much again, dude. All right. Thank you for having me on.